And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Let's get ready to podcast! If you're gonna go stick your head in the sand like that, get out of the sport. Mike Coppinger. Creating a huge mess. It's absurd. No, you're wrong. So, the only seems like a cash grab. You need to turn up and you need to be on it. We just started going at it. You gotta go eat. The Pug and Cop Boxing Show on The Athletic. Welcome back to part two of our Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul preview. I'm Mike Coppinger, joined by Lance Pugmire of The Athletic. And we're going to break down Mayweather, Logan Paul. Not a fight, but a fun event this Sunday on Showtime pay-per-view, 8 p.m. Eastern start. And we're going to be joined by Logan Paul himself today. We had Floyd Mayweather on part one. If you think it's that episode, find that on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. But right now, this is about Logan Paul. Lance, first off, you know, I was uh, I was at the festivities in Miami, as uh, mentioned on part one. And what was it like I, out I think, there? Yeah, I mean, it, it was fun. It was a good it was a good light atmosphere, which I think is what it should be. Right. Because this is not a serious event. This is a, this is entertainment. That's what it's about. Entertainment. So I thought it was fun. I thought everything, everything was pretty light. It was not very serious. And, you know, Mayweather, Mayweather was in a great, great spirits. And so was Logan. Um, I asked Logan at one point, I said, Hey, Logan, you know, you made a big deal about Jake Paul and you know, your brother, what would happen if you knocked on Ben Askren, which he did, how embarrassing that might be. I said, you trade in memes. What happens if Mayweather knocks you out as a lot of people think it's going to happen? Ooh. Are you going to be embarrassed by that? And he said, hell no. He said, I'll make the knockout my profile picture on Twitter and Instagram. I don't care. I'm, wow. I love this stuff. So you got to think though, that there is got, there's got to be, even though this isn't a real fight, there's got to be some maybe part of fear on the. I mean, I would be scared if I was even going to an exhibition with Floyd Mayweather, right? Oh yeah, hell and yeah. This guy, just what if this guy, you know, decides to just fuck you up in there? Mm-hmm. I'd be, I'd be a little worried. So, you know, we'll see what happens here. But I, my question to you, Lance, off the top: Are these novelty events here to stay, or is this is this simply a fad? You know, they're they're here to stay. If you're talking about certain guys, and I think you can definitely start with Jake Paul. I think Jake Paul seems as if he's here to stay. I don't think he's just trying to, you know, do this for a couple events because he's actually showing some success and he's showing some progress. And if he, you know, he announced you were able to break the news, Mike, this week. Great job on that with, um, you know, his fight coming up. Is there a, a firm date on that, by the way? Is it in August for Tyron Woodley? Uh, August 28th is the plan right now. Okay. I would not be surprised if it changed. You know how these things go. These things shift yeah. all the time. But right now, August 28th, Showtime pay-per-view. And actually, I did catch up with Jake Paul today as well. I had a one-on-one uh-huh. with Jake uh, at Fifth Street Gym, the, the famous Fifth wow. Street Gym, made famous by Muhammad Ali. Um, wow. <laughs> we're not talking about Muhammad Ali here, but we're talking about Jake Paul and Tyron yeah. Woodley, former UFC yeah. welterweight champion. And you know, they had a little face-off. Those guys... You know, that is a sanctioned fight. And you see how much more serious they are. Like, yes. Woodley and Paul really do want to kill each other. They were mm-hmm. not in good spirits. The same way Mayweather and uh, Hogan Paul were. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, um, I mean, to me, that's a, that's the staying power of these fad fights is kind of hooked to Jake Paul. And you know, at some point, hopefully, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm rooting for the guy. I mean, I want him to succeed. You know, I think he's doing it the right way. Again, we had a story on the Athletic this week talking about the credentials of both of these guys. And there are other young fighters who are three and zero who has ta- fought some tomato cans to build their record up. And actually, some some guys get to fifteen and zero by fighting fifteen tomato cans. So it happens. Um, it can be part of the sport. Um, I, but I am rooting for this guy with his personality. He's injected a lot of interest into the sport, and I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, like I'm going to come back to you, Mike, with a question because like. Look, we read our comments that we get on our stories and I and on Twitter. And I understand the questions, you know, everyone out there, you know, like why are you guys covering this crap? Well, we're covering we're covering this because there's a lot of interest in it. And it's not every day that there's this much interest in a boxing event. And that when that interest is in play, people want to know more and that's what we're here for is to, you know, have those interviews, have those conversations and to write the stories just as you did today. Um what are what's been your take, Mike? I mean, are, are you taking offense at all to any of these, you know, this criticism of our coverage of the uh, these events? No, nah, man. I mean, look, I get that a lot of boxing fans don't like these events. I get it. I really do. You know, I'm a boxing fan first, but mm-hmm. there is like you said there's a lot of fan interest in these these events and we have to cover them. Especially since I live in Miami, <laughs> there's no <laughs> yeah. So I, I do, I do think Jake Paul is not a serious fighter yet, but he's trying to be a serious fighter. I, I think the, you know he gets grouped together because obviously his brothers with Jake Paul, but I'm sorry with Logan Paul. Yeah. But Jake, um, you know, he's not a bad fighter for for his experience level. And uh, Jalen, I love the former contender. He's uh, in Jake Paul's camp, and afterward today. Jalen was saying, Hey man, Jake's fighting better guys now than I was fighting when I was three and oh, four and oh, five and oh. I was fighting <laughs> yeah. jabronis. This guy's fighting, yes. you know, yeah, they're not boxer, but they're former, you know, they're pretty good UFC fighters. So I give him props. I do too. You know, Jake, uh, Jake Paul is a guy that went from being a Disney star and a social media personality to fighting, well, not real boxers, but real UFC fighters. And that's something, that's something I would want to do. So Logan, uh, sorry, Jake was actually. In a complete Disney getup today, it was hilarious, you know, because mm-hmm. Tyron Woodley has called him just a Disney guy. Jake's wearing a, uh, it was a full <laughs> Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse patterns, uh, and Minnie Mouse too. <laughs> Shirt, <laughs> shorts, shoes, even uh, a Mickey Mouse watch, a Mickey Mouse bag. It was great. Classic. He's having fun with it. And Jake actually did give me shit. In the middle of the scrum, he stopped and he goes, this is the guy who broke the story. He ruined my <laughs> announcement. But he was laughing. Oh, and God. um you know, afterward, I was like, hey, look, man, had to do it. And he goes, I get it. Just doing your job. So, you know, <laughs> Jake, uh, he's okay by me. You're okay by me, Jake. But Jake Paul is going to fight Tyron Woodley. I think Jake's going to win, Lance. I really do. I think he's going to win by knockout again. And hey, no, make no mistake, Woodley, you know, you've covered him a lot. Yeah. He's a much better fighter than asking a better striker, too. Without so, a doubt. We'll see. And he legitimately, I mean, look, um, Privately, they're not really talking about this publicly, Mike. But you know, Freddie Roach was left a little bit embarrassed and sort of feels like he was left with egg on his face by Ben Askren. But Tyron Woodley, before he ever you know considered uh, engaging in a professional boxing match, trained in wild card with Freddie Roach. So he is far more uh, dedicated to the to the sport of boxing than Ben Askren was. And this is going to be a, a more legitimate test on Jake Paul. Tyron Woodley has, you know, one punch power. I mean, in the UFC, he flashed that time and again. And yes, he was wearing the four ounce gloves. But um, this is a guy who knows how to fight. He knows how to fight standing up. 
And it's going to be far more interesting than the, the flabby test of Ben Askren, for sure. Yeah, no question. <laughs> flabby indeed, Lance. <laughs> mm-hmm. No question, Lance. So, you know, we're going to see what happens with that Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley fight. But yeah, Lance, let's now jump into my interview earlier today with Logan Paul as he discusses all things Floyd Mayweather just days ahead of this event on Sunday on Showtime. Look, man, you've been a big star for a long, long time. It's true. How different is it now being with Floyd Mayweather in a pay-per-view event? I mean, this has got to be pretty cool. It's the biggest, yeah. It's the biggest thing I've ever done. Uh, but I, I don't know. I feel prepared. You know, I feel like um, I, really, I was built for this. What, what, what else am I going to do, you know? Put on big shows, entertain people, and kick some ass. Like, sign me up. Yeah. And, you know, you did WrestleMania. Was it, you were, I told you, you sold the hell out of that stunner. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you're checking off a lot of boxes now, now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, man. And, and, and every time I do, um, you know, events on that scale, I, 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 I collect it and I use that muscle memory and that excitement and, uh, I guess, training for the next one. You know, being in front of the crowd at WWE, being like booed by everyone, like it's you know it's exciting. And every time I do it, I get better and better and better at the thing. And so this is just gonna be another day, another day at the office. It's Sunday, bro. It's God's day. Did I you mean, anticipate when you start, you know, putting the YouTube videos that you'd be eventually uh, bro, with Mayweather bro, in the ring. This makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I said this on one of my interviews. Yo, my second opponent ever is Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Yo, what? That makes no sense. Like, it's incomprehensible. It really is. Um, and you know, eventually, you just gotta surrender to uh, to to what is, and then go and do your thing. And that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, what do you think? The first time someone presented this to you as a possibility, you could fight Floyd Mayweather. I laughed. What? You did. I laughed. He was my manager. We were in my garage. I'll never forget. He goes, "Yo, would you fight Floyd Mayweather?" I laughed. <laughs> like everyone, you saw the headline. You, <laughs> that's. Fucking stupid. That'll never happen. I said that to him. He said, for sure. <laughs> I said, for sure, I'll do it. Uh, and that was eight months ago. Eight months ago. And then fast forward. Yeah, I think it's happening. <laughs> I, think so. I think so. Yeah, for the longest time, I didn't believe it. Like, until I'm in the ring with him. It seems surreal. It seems too good to be true. You know, if something's too good to be true, then it probably is. Is there any fear? Uh, no, no, no fear. Um, Fear is the right word. I'm not. No, I. I don't know. Like, uh, like, like weird wariness. Like, I'm fucking watching. Like, I'm ready. Like, I'm, 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 I'm on edge almost. Um, just because I know this guy's legit. Obviously, like he's fucking legit. Uh, but yeah, no, no, uh, no fear, no hesitation. Like, you gotta, you gotta drop that shit. As soon as it comes to your mind. Maybe not fear of being hurt, but like maybe fear of getting in the moment and not knowing what to do because you haven't been there before. Is there anything? Um, like no, that? but we train for that. Like we tra- we ship guys in who are much, much more experienced, much better than me, skilled um, than me at, at boxing. And you know, you do your best to prepare for anything. And bro, it's Floyd Mayweather. So like, even that moment of oh, I don't know what to do here. Like you train for that moment. That's okay. That's okay. I'm sure he's gonna hit me with a punch or do a mover. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that before, but like, we're good. Collect, figure out a game plan, and then activate. We'll be right back after this. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, everyone, you heard it there from Logan Paul. He says he does not care. If he gets knocked out, so be it. He will make it his profile picture. And he, he also said that he just actually laughed when he was told that he could fight Floyd Mayweather. So, look, Lance, I want your prediction. And when I say prediction, I don't mean who's going to win or any of that nonsense. I mean, is Floyd Mayweather going to carry this guy for eight rounds? Is he going to end it before the eighth round? Is it going to be a brutal knockout? Is he actually going to try to hurt him? What do you think? Look, I Floyd knows how to entertain. He doesn't want this to end in the first round. There, I don't think there's any way this fight ends in the first two rounds. But I think after that, He's going to be looking for an opportunity to blast this guy. And I'm going to say fourth-round knockout victory for Floyd Mayweather Jr. I think he's going to uh, uh, stand over Logan Paul and say, get out of the sport, <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, you know, as someone... He actually said, I mean, he made he made a point, Floyd did, uh, in his interviews to say, like, I am boxing. And as the man who says that I am boxing... I think there's a lot of people in the sport who are saying, get the imposters out of here. He definitely has the uh, ability in this spot Sunday on Showtime pay-per-view to get at least one of the Paul brothers out of this sport and allow it to get back to business. So Floyd, Floyd is very excited about, you know, fights that are coming up involving his, his great protege, um, Gervonta Davis, who's going to be seeking a 140 pound belt later this month. And I think ultimately, oh, Floyd- Lance, I want to stop you there. It's not a yeah. real belt. All right. It <laughs> is, uh, he's a, it's a Gervonta Davis is taking on a tough challenge going up to 140 and fighting a much bigger guy. All respect to that. But I don't want to really recognize the belt. Josh Taylor is the champion. He has all four titles. Let's give Josh Taylor that respect. You're absolutely right, Mike. And you know what? I, I mean, we did some stories on that WBA secondary belt is is quite a sham. Um, you're right. It's a tough test for Gervonta Davis. Um, you know, applaud the guy for going up to 140 and taking on a taking on a tough guy. Um, but you know, Floyd Floyd knows that that's going to be a good fight. He's going to be pointing people to that fight as soon as this fight's over. We know that. I mean, I I've and he actually was today already. He yes. was today already, and um, you know. Also, as we heard in part one of the podcast, I asked Floyd what he thought about Pacquiao Spence. He said, I'm picking Errol Spence. I'm backing my guy, Errol. So, wow. Uh, it is it, it is funny, right? We have Floyd Mayweather at 44, retired, entertaining against Logan Paul. And then we also have Errol, Manny Pacquiao saying, you know what? I'm going to go against Errol Spence. <laughs> so that doesn't mean that Floyd was doing anything wrong. It's just funny to see. But um, I am still excited for Sunday, even though, you know, I know this is not a real fight again for the book. For the listeners, but I am excited for the event. I heard a lot of celebrities are coming in. I hear Tom Brady's going to be there, Julian Edelman. Dave Portnoy was actually at the face-off today between Woodley and Paul randomly. Wow. When I got there, he was the guy doing the face-off in the ring between the two. So, I don't know, man. Miami's wild this week. A lot of craziness going on. A lot of festivities. Lance, last off before we go, what do you think happens? Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. Whoa, man, that's going to be a, it's going to be far more entertaining, Mike. Uh, again, I'm going to, I'm going to lean on the preparation of um, Jake Paul. I think this guy is surrounding himself with the right type of people. He's uh, making strides at a, at a very accelerated rate. And I believe that he will get to Tyron Woodley, who, you know, look, didn't have a lot of wins uh, before his exit from the UFC. And, 
for Jake Paul, it's another opportunity to build his name. And, and, and honestly, I mean, that's what everyone wants, right? Floyd Mayweather versus Gotcha yeah. Hat, Jake Paul. Absolutely. That is our show for today, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for part two of this Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul preview. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, you can comment, like, subscribe, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure to subscribe at theathletic.com slash Cop. Thanks, everyone. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.